Meanwhile, 22 pages later, with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. So I'm two seconds away from yelling at Ralph saying, yo, it's too loud in my headphones. Then I realized I have volume control for my computer. Actually, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I was like, Ralph, lower that. Oh, wait, my, my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, when you're used to being in the same room at the same time, it kind of changes everything. But, um, <laughs> wow, no, you guys are really quiet. Oh, my goodness. Welcome to another. We're waiting for you to be quiet. <laughs> I got to do the intro. How can I be quiet and do the intro at the same time? Ah, fine. Okay, unless we're doing it in Braille. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> what the heck was that, Ralph? That's me punching the holes into the Braille device to make it come oh. out. I'm glad you explained that because visually I understood, but it's an audio podcast. So <laughs> Wait, wait, they can't see me right now? All right, all right. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 127. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap. And as always, I'm here with the man who's in love with his voice so much... He has our tech make special versions of our episodes with only his voice. MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. If only. Uh, it's like the <laughs> N-word and the C-word had a baby and it was raised by all the bad words for Jews. Uh, damn. Morty. <laughs> Rick, come on. God damn it. That's, that's so Rick. <laughs> and here as well is the man who rarely has a bad word to say about anything. Anything that we review, really. So it kind of makes me feel like they like all these shows have pictures of Ralph in the nude. Yuck. RT Square off the tech. <laughs> so today, hundreds of women are finding out that they're pregnant. And no one will believe them until tomorrow. Because today's April Fool's Day. Oh. <laughs> okay, he actually had me thinking there for a second. I'm like, what is he referring to? Yeah, because why, why will anyone believe these women are pregnant? Because it's April Fool's Day. <laughs> I mean, come on. Today's like the worst day to find out that you're pregnant or to tell someone you're pregnant because they're just going to be like, ah, you got me. April Fool's. And they'll be like, no, nigga, you are going to be a daddy. You dropping N-bombs? What are you? (laughs) Just letting my ghetto out. Yeah. Shoot. But this would be the best time for an alien invasion. (laughs) Cap, there's aliens coming from the sky. Uh Uh-huh. No, seriously. <laughs> sure, Mike. Whatever. <laughs> They're gonna be like, is, is is um, do we got um Wells on the radio again? It's just War of the Worlds crap. Uh, that may have worked back in 1940. Whatever, ain't gonna work here. Get out all of here. All you hear in the background is all you hear in the background is ak, 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 ak. <laughs> Oh my tags. god, that was good. You guys are talking about this, and I'm watching Ronda Rousey literally kick somebody in the face. This is awesome. Right. Anyway. <laughs> is, she at, is, is, is she at Trump Tower? Oh, <laughs> you could only wish. Right. WrestleMania is right around the corner, so I can't wait for that. Oh, thank you for that, Ralph. Yeah. But today, we're not talking about wrestling. We're not talking about aliens invasions. We're not talking about April Fool's. Today, we're actually reviewing the DC Universe series, Titans. And I know people who listen to us are very curious on what we're going to be what we have to say about this, because a lot of people have a lot of opinions. But first, first, Mike spans the globe to find the most interesting, thought-provoking, jaw-dropping geek news around. But Mike doesn't like spending too much time with details, so he likes to keep it swift and short. There's a bedroom joke there, not going there. So <laughs> allow me to bring you the quick news. And now, the quick news with Mike the Finance Guy. And Ralph and Cap. 
Yeah, that was a lot of uh, build-up. You're going to be disappointed with the news. <laughs> <laughs> That's another bedroom joke there, too. <laughs> All right. In a trail of smoke, actress Emily Bet- Rickards will say farewell to her role as Arrow's Felicity Smoke at the end of the current season. In what? an Instagram poem released on March 30th, the smart half of Felicity thanked her fans and co-workers for seven years of seeing justice. Rickards is the first long-term cast member to announce not returning for the shortened eighth final season. Oh, oh. man. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Like I'm like when I read that, I'm like, really? Why? <laughs> you know. But they said that um, there's no hard evidence. But um, at least details magazine. I think one of them. Uh, they just have a thought that they couldn't come to a salary agreement probably for her last episode. So they were like, okay, bye. Listen, they, wow. they better not kill her off because if they do, oh my god. Oh. Well, it wouldn't make sense. Have you been following Arrow? Yeah, and I have well, not this so, season. Not well, well, you seasons. haven't. But I mean, for any fans out there that this will spoil it. Too bad. Um, remember, they're already like twenty something years into the future, and she's alive and well. Yeah, but who knows? So, they so unless, get, hey, right, unless they do some weird time, right? Unless they do flash some weird point. timeline thing, you know. Because it's also interesting. Have you noticed that we haven't seen Oliver in the future at all? That's true. That's interesting. So hmm. I'm thinking that his goodbye could be with a you know Crisis on Infinite Earth or something. But I'm dig- uh, I digress from our purpose. Oh, here. that's a punch in the gut. Yeah. Shout out to Mr. Cooper because um, he loves him some Felicity Smoke. So. Listen, oh, yeah. Wow. I love me some smoke as well. That, keep going. Because people, people suspect that a lot with Ralph saying that. Keep going, Mike. All right. Are you hoes at home eagerly awaiting the release of Fox's New Mutants film? So is the cast. Now, with Disney's buyout of 21st Century Fox comes questions on the fates of several Fox productions, including the much not anticipated Gambit movie. Now, however, no film is feeling uh, more of the what the fuck than New Mutants. Actress Maisie Williams, who portrays Wolfsbane, says she's not sure what's happening with the movie and will be surprised if the upcoming release date actually occurs. Williams also stated that planned reshoots to make the movie scarier never took place. Originally set to be open April uh, 2018, the film has since been pushed back to November of 2018, February of 2019, and now August of 2019. Fox's New Mutant has suffered more disappointing release attempts than a constipated Taco Bell customer. Whoa. You were good until the end, bro. But I, I just have you, one thing to say. Go ahead. I am eagerly awaiting the Gambit movie. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you're the only one. Oh, my God. See, Ralph, I swear, somebody's got pictures of Ralph Dude with <laughs> shaven so, so you can see the nipples finally. Not that I would know. But <laughs> what did you do with your picture of him? <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm not being blackmailed to say these things. <laughs> you see, you see, I said I wasn't being blackmailed, all right? You can put those pictures away. <laughs> My God. <laughs> but yeah, you're like the only one looking forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> but all jokes aside, I mean, um, the new mutants I actually was looking forward to when they first introduced the um the trailer for it. Even though oh, I'm not I was. a horror guy, I was really like, okay, this is different. I'm willing to check it out. You didn't yeah. shit your pants when you saw the trailer? I can't even lie. I was kind of a little bit shook just because, and mind you, those jump scares are horrible. Right. But it was still like, okay. Just enough. Kind of, uh, just enough. Not Annabelle <laughs> scary, not Scream scary, but it was okay. Yeah, he, right. he didn't need to change his depends just yet. <laughs> Why is it always depends, you furry fuck? <laughs> Listen, I may be You look furry. older than me. Yes, but I feel young. Dude, you like the Charmin bear. <laughs> I'm snuggly soft and uh, everybody wants me. 
No, yeah. you worry about every time you got to take a poop, how much thing you're going to have in your hair. <laughs> <laughs> and wow, Ralph laughed that is... hard because, yeah, this turn, took a turn really. I, I apologize to the audience. My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, if, please bring if, us if back. Anyone, if anyone ever says the quick news wasn't quick, I'm not to blame. <laughs> not this time. Not yeah. this time. What else All you got, righty. Mike? Finally. Uh, Zack Snyder does his best <gasps> Donald Trump imitation while attempting to belittle fans who responded negatively that Batman killed people and Batman v Superman. Now, during a Q&A broadcast on Snyder's Vero account, the Watchmen director incoherently said, this is the weirdest quote in the world, and it's a lengthy one, oh, like, Batman killed a guy. I'm like, wake the fuck up. So I guess that's what I'm saying about once you've lost your virginity to this fucking movie and then you come and say to me something like, my superhero wouldn't do that. I'm like, are you serious? I'm like down the fucking road on that. You know what I mean? It's a it's a cool point. Look, I'm 100% fine with it. It's it's a cool point of view to be like, my heroes are still innocent. My heroes didn't fucking lie to America. My heroes didn't embezzle money from their corporation. My heroes didn't commit any atrocities. I mean, that's cool, but you're living in a fucking dream world. Mythologically speaking, I'm 100% fine and I love more than anything Superman and Batman, but in the same way Alan Moore was fed up with the fucking, like, clearly this is a response where Watchmen talked about comic books in the same way that this movie talks about comic book movies, but it talks about comic books at their most broken, he was addressing that. The thing with comic book movies, and you know, I'm a fan. I love, I go to see them. I love them. End quote. I, was, I'm was, at a loss with that. Oh, I, I know what that was. That was a stream of consciousness quote. Where that he was, was a stream just, of unconsciousness. <laughs> he was just saying the first words that came to his mind at the moment. It was like someone had flashcards of just words, and he was reading them. <laughs> I, I, I saw, first of all, I saw the quote, and I saw it not out of context, but they only gave partial quotes. P.S. Mike, that's my that was my quick news. Oh, that's so funny. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering, because uh, I think it came out right before the last time I saw you last week, mm-hmm. and I and I said he said what? <laughs> yeah, and but, he just but I only got to part of it. Yeah, he needs so to. That was that was like insanity, <laughs> you know. He's just so desperately trying to defend why he wants Batman basically raped in prison. <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, dude, you don't get it. He really just doesn't understand fans and their heroes. I'm not saying everything has to be following the book exactly, but yeah. there's certain heroes that just don't do certain things. And no matter how much you try and justify and like, well, this was the real world. Well, if this is the real world. There wouldn't be an alien from another planet flying around here either. <laughs> you know? This oh, is the real man. world we live in, you know. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna sound like Mike for a change. If you want to do a movie about a guy who is a crime fighter who got raped in prison, fine. Write a character like that. Just don't call it Batman. Right. Yep. And, and 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 I agree with that. I'm like, okay, if that's who you want your 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 your, your um, vigilante character to be. That's fine. Just it's yeah. not. That's and I'll not go Batman. see it. I'll go see it, and, I, and I'll probably love it if you have a good, you know, movie. But like, don't take something that's out there and just go like, "Well, this is the way it really would be." It's like, no, the way it really would be is how it's been for the last eighty years in the comic books, right? Give so, or take the odd story, you know. If we don't call it Batman, can we call it uh, Winged Rodent Man? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Yeah, it's far enough from Batman that I'm good with that because no one can mistake in that. But I just couldn't believe that. I mean, especially because. After all that Zach was had been through with, you know, he, he got the reins of of um, of the DC, you know, universe, mm-hmm. and then you know, people didn't like Batman v Superman. He said that he had a bigger vision and he let it out. I was willing to hear what was going on, even though Mike and and Ralph and we've all talked about Snyder's vision, and I put that in quotes. Mm-hmm. But and I said, well, maybe maybe there was something bigger, an old, like a bigger theme 
But between that and them talking about Batman was going to commit suicide at the at the end of um, Justice not commit suicide, but sacrifice himself for the greater good of the team. At what for the Justice um, League? For Justice League, yeah. Oh, really? That was that was supposed to be the ending. He was. He, remember when they go to um, oh man, um, when the, when they when the Justice League goes to attack Darkseid. Not Darkseid, uh, um, Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, supposedly in that sequence toward the end of the movie, he was going to sacrifice his life. Ah, so they basically were going to go through the whole, well, Superman died, so now Batman has to quote-unquote sacrifice himself and die. And yeah, because, you know, yeah. those two heroes have to just keep offering their sacrifice to prove that they're heroes, I guess. I don't know. And the way they bring him back is they're going to do the Darkest Night storyline from Green Lantern, and then he's going to be... Uh, a white lantern ring eventually is that what it is? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> don't don't say that loud. You might give him an idea. <laughs> Seriously, if I feel you, like sometimes if you use that and you make money. Now you got to give me some money, see? Because Mr. Snyder, have time. you ever, Mr. Snyder, have you ever heard of Ralph the Tech? He's got a brilliant idea, <laughs> <laughs> and you can see his nipples when you shave his chest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Well, that is my so, quick news. Uh, that's all your quick news, Ralph. Oh, yeah. You okay? You know I don't have quick news because I told you Mike would probably have it. Ralph, you have any quick news? I do have quick news. Go for it. Let's hear it. Hold on. Oh. Wait. I have quick news. Hi, caramba. <laughs> so you know that Flash movie? Right. Oh, I know about that Flash movie. You know Ezra Miller's not going to do it anymore. Oh, I know. What? That's no really, way. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's still slight rumor, but it's it's 99% correct that he, remember I told you before that he said, if you don't take my suggestion, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. So he, they didn't take a suggestion. They, he took the script that he wrote with, um, was it Grant Morrison? Yeah. Right. And to the studio, the studio's like, we like it, but this is not the direction we wanted the movie to go into. So we he like was, it, but we don't like it like that. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, so... Either you do it or I walk. And they're like, well, see ya. Which, I mean, from a studio point of view, it's like, well, it's our character. So, yes, I get that. Right. <laughs> you know. Also, what, what kills me is, you know, like the, he says, you know, if you um, if you don't do what I say, I'll walk. And they're like, fine, because we've seen you run and it fucking looks stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with the, the, the piece together uh, mail away suit that he got. Oh, don't even Uh-oh. get me started. Please don't don't bring back any more memories of that movie that I have to have. <laughs> <laughs> For those who are familiar with, 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 the, with the kid brand Roblox, it looks like a Roblox suit. Yeah, it does. <laughs> you know what it looks like? Oh, my God. Do you remember that old uh, cartoon, Centurions? Oh, yeah. He says, he says old. Meanwhile, Mike and I were both around for Centurions. I Listen, wasn't. I, I was a child. <laughs> I was a child. When that came out, all right. I think I was watching reruns when I was when when it came out, all right. Oh, okay. When when I saw it, I mean, it was it was on reruns. Right. But his suit looks just like the Centurion's undersuit. Uh, well, it does. Suit, no, it does. Yeah. What his suit looks like is, okay, Flash. You have to go to school today. Do you have your special helmet? Oh. <laughs> and the rest of the special outfit. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Over the line, too far. <laughs> Technical yeah, foul. First Betsy DeVos, now Mike the finance guy. <laughs> Fourth down. Well, a- after she defended the canceling of money for Special Olympics, and then you call Trump the same. De- this Trump. The- no, she can't. She wants to. She's defending the canceling of it. 
No, I know, but I'm saying you call right. it defending, like, like, like she was sta- between the stammering and the not answering question. It was yeah. just like, just, oh, it was horrible. Was and then just to have hours later, Trump be like, oh yeah, no, we're gonna fund it. I'm like, wow, he made you look even more like an idiot than you did. <laughs> <laughs> you know? He didn't but think we, it was possible. No. There you go. <laughs> but we digress. Wow, Ralph, good piece of quick news. I had no idea about Ezra, Ezra Miller leaving the flick. Oh, yeah, man. I heard that. You're welcome. I was like, oh, stop. <laughs> well, they are going to stop. They're actually listening, Mike. So. Oh, yeah. Now, now they, well, they now have literally no script. They have no star, and they have no director. Yeah, that movie's not coming out for a while. You know, but, you know but, what they do have? What's that? They have, the, they have the text number, so I I, I feel my phone going to be ringing very soon. Do you want a Gambit movie? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, okay. Exactly. <laughs> there are some things that shouldn't be done. The Gambit movie is one of them. Not if it's yeah. the way that I would do it. All right, um, look, I'll make a deal with you there, Ralph. We'll cancel the Gambit movie, but I'll let you star in Magic Mike 3. You oh. have a deal. <laughs> <laughs> How did Matt Bomer come back into this conversation? <laughs> and now, coming to well, the Well, Channing Tatum again. It's Channing Tatum Chewbacca. again. Chewbacca. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Enough. All right. We're having a little bit too much fun. You can tell it's April Fool's and it's a Monday night, so we're a little loopy. So. And, and that we're a bunch of fools. Yeah, we are a bunch of fools. I, oh, I'll, I'll gladly admit that. Hey, hey, <laughs> so hey. Now, shush. So let's get into it. Let's get into... I'm talking about the DC Universe only, or the DC Universe exclusive series, Titans. And with a synopsis, it's an MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. Yay, back to me. Anyhow, (laughs) Titans is a live-action rendition of the DC Comics superhero team, Teen Titans, airing on the DC Universe video-on-demand programming. Titans was created by Akiva Goldsman, Jeff Johns, and Greg Belante, and follows heroes Robin, Starfire, Raven, and Beast Boy. The DC Teen Titans comic book series was created by Bob Haney and Bruno, excuse me, Bruno Primiani in the Brave and the Bold number 54 back in July of 64, which featured teen sidekicks Robin, Kid Flash, Aqualad, and before being joined by Wonder Girl a year later in Brave and the Bold number 60. Titans was a launch series for DC Universe's new direct-to-customer digital service and received such favorable previews, it was renewed for a second season before the first season aired. Now, wow. Titan, yeah, Titans has a uh, Rotten Tomatoes rating of 79%, 78% audience, and a Metacritic score of 55 out of 100 with a 65 out of 100 for audience. Oh. Alrighty, yeah. All right, for synopsis. Now, stop me if you heard this one before. A white guy, a golf stop. teen, a green Asian, and a black chick walk into a series. The punchline? The internet goes wild with racist insults against the black chick. No, of course. Mm-hmm. Internet, do better. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but I strayed. I just want to get that point out. All right. <laughs> he is brooding and tragic uh, detective with the Detroit Police Department. She is a brooding and tragic teenager with a deadly empathic power. What happens when these crazy kids meet? Eh, not too much. But throw in an amnesiac alien with destructive solar powers and a shape-shifting boy that thinks people taste like chicken? Now you have a story. Robin, Raven, Starfire, and Beast Boy form an alliance of necessity as they band together to defend one of their own from a murderous cult a crazed nuclear family, and some really mean nuns. Along the way, we're introduced to a plethora of obscure comic book royalty, Hawk and Dove, Donna Troy, and the Doom Patrol. Now, can this motley crew and their super friends stop the coming of a great evil from beyond? Nope. But it's a fun ride watching them fail. All right, we're starring... (laughs) (laughs) It really is. uh, Starring Brenton Thwaites as Richard Dick Grayson and Robin, Anna Diop as Coriander, Starfire, Tegan Croft as Rachel Roth, Ryan Potter as Gar Logan, 
Minka Kelly as Don Granger, Dove, Alan Richardson as Hank Hall, Hawk, Elliot Knight as the original Don Hall, Dove, Coran Walters as Jason Todd Robin, Rachel Nichols as Angela Azarath, Connor Leslie as Donna Troy, and Seamus Dever as Trigon. All right, so let's get into it, Titans. But before we get into it, let's press that button that we pay so much for that, for that what's-his-name to produce for us. Warning, the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. Thank you, Steve. See, he actually isn't a nobody. I was just trying to be funny, but watch him listen to this episode. So (laughs) (laughs) that spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Stush Productions. Stush, 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 (coughs) stush. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right, gentlemen. So let's let's begin. Let's talk about Titans. But the first thing I want to say is anytime I think about Titans as a property, I remember that... um, my cousin Troy, shout out to Troy. Troy would always insult me on my love for GI Joe because he goes, they, they, "They look like the um, uh, um, the village people because they're all in different costumes." And I go, "But wait a minute, but you like the Titans? <laughs> you but like the, the Titans Teen Titans? Really cool costumes? <laughs> um, the Teen Titans? I mean, the, the, the original ones with with Speedy and, and Kid Flash? No. Oh, those are great costumes. <laughs> great. <laughs> Let's put it this way: that's great for the '60s." I'm not going to say how old Troy is, but I know that I'm in my 40s. So I'm just saying that's like in the 70s. No, 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 no. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> what I'm saying is that when, when I thought about the Titans, it was always kind of goofy until obviously when Mark Wolfson and, and um, George Perez took over the book. Um, but people have a love for this property. Let me ask you both. Before you even saw the series and you saw the trailer, how did you feel about the series when you saw the trailer? Take it off the air now. <laughs> That's how I felt. I said, fuck Batman. What? How dare you, sir? It and then I said, huh, I guess I could watch it. And then I was like, hmm, I don't know. But he did say fuck Batman. But then I'm like, <laughs> I wonder where this goes from here. So I watched Ooh. it. <laughs> you have all well, as hope many it. personalities as Crazy Jane. Right. <laughs> Shout out to Crazy Jane. You know, there's only about a hundred of us in here. It's not that oh. many. Wow. But all, but all jokes aside, I mean, when that trailer came out, I remember the the internet being a, a buzz and not in a good way. No, I mean, I wasn't joking. When I saw that, I was like, get that off the air. I mean, it just looks stupid. And and when you watch the first episode, too, you can see that the production value um, was definitely like the we're making a pilot. We don't know if we're going to have any more money to do much else. Um, so you get a little bit of that in the first one. But surprisingly... I was wrong. It should be on the air. Right. Well, what's interesting is that um, it's funny because with all the DC movies that, that, have, that have come out, a lot of them have failed. And all of the ones that, that have failed have been of the darker tone variety. Because think about it. I mean, Suicide Squad, Batman v Superman, and even Justice League to a degree were darker. Aquaman is a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. And Wonder Woman is a lot more light and hopeful. So now you've got, you know, Titans. And it has a very dark tone. Do you feel like it worked for this show. Um, I definitely think it worked with it. Uh, surprisingly so. I mean, there were times I think it may have gotten a little too dark, uh, especially in the beginning. I, I, I thought it was like Robin was a bit way over violent for Robin. Um, and even Jason Todd, who is crazy, is a bit over uh, violent for even, even for Jason Todd. But it works with the show. And I think they kind of, you notice they've kind of toned it down a bit in its own way. Okay. Towards, as, right. as, it, as it petered out the, uh, the series. Okay. 
Ralph, how did you feel about the tone? Because, you know, it was a pretty dark tone. Do you feel like it works for Titans? I, you know, when I first uh, started watching it and I, and I saw that it was like grittier and they were going for this darker tone, I'm like, but the Titans that I know was always more joyful and like, you know, and friendly. And they would always try to look for the, for the brighter side, you know? And this, seeing this this way, I was like, I don't know. It's kind of messing with my perception of what Titans should have been. But then as I saw the story progress, I'm like, well, this version of the Titans really does work with the story that they're telling. And, right. And I did think that, you know, Robin Dick Grayson was a little excessive with with his, his violence. And, like, it, it made him seem like he was, like, a, a junkie, a violence junkie. And, like, he always needed a fix to, you know, hurting people was his, 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 his drug, you know? Right. But then, oh, yeah. as as the story progresses and you see him, it's sort of it's almost like a redemption story, also as well, because like towards the end, where he's like, you know, I don't want to be that guy anymore. So it, mm-hmm. I, I thought it really it, it worked well, especially with the dark tone that they were setting. I do, I, I agree with you, Ralph. Once you see what what their story is going to be, it, I was definitely a lot more forgiving. Right. I guess I have this preconcept. I, I know Mike does. So I think I know if I'm correct, Mike. Dick Grayson's one of your more favorite characters. Ralph, obviously, that's one, that's one for you. But that's yeah. my boy. Well, he's my in the Bat family. He's my absolute favorite character because he is the soul that Batman not doesn't have, doesn't use enough, and he just has a good time being a hero. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So my idea of Dick Grayson's one thing is, and to see him. Like this, I was like, this is more Jason Todd or Damian Wayne. This is yeah. not, you know. So I was kind of mad at first. It kind of put me off. But then after I watched it and I saw what they were trying to do, I said, all right. And I kind of let go. You know what also helped? I can't even lie. Once I saw Greg Berlanti's name on in the credits, I was like, <laughs> it's like, shoo. Yeah, I swear to God. It was like, oh, okay, I feel safe now. Like no, if, it, if it would have been Jeremy Bruckheimer, I'd have been like pissed off. Right. You're well, like, also, oh, that's my boy Greg. All right, cool. You got it. You got yeah, it. Exactly. I but trust also, you. Also, what I, um, I like is that before, earlier in the series, it was lip service about him, like, yeah, you know, I, I don't want to go down that dark road, you know, da, 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 talking about Robin, you know. It was more lip service. But then they started to actually kind of show it to you in the series, especially once we saw Jason Todd. Um, yeah. So therefore, and again, not saying that the violence as in like from the villains or how they might have to take down a little bit here and there, I feel that maybe the second season may not be as violent. I think especially if, if and when he adopts the Nightwing personality. I oh, think God. that 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 should be doesn't mean he's not going to like you know break arms and stuff like that but I would almost imagine that that's going to be what tempers him because he's no longer Robin he's no longer fighting that demon he's no longer not knowing who he is right that's at least the way I, I can see, would no, see, I can it going, see that you know yeah all I all I'm gonna say is once he dons that Nightwing suit and they show that in the series you will be able to hear my excitement from anywhere on the planet. Anywhere, <laughs> maybe even on the moon, you'll see. Wow. You'll see my excitement just explode. I've seen men say. I, I've I've heard men make same claims about seeing something from the moon, but well, <laughs> you call it excitement. I guess they call it excitement too. Okay, yeah. cool. Because <laughs> I, I was just the whole time when he when he burned the suit. Funny yeah. line also when he tells Donna's like, "I burned the suit," and she's like, "You know how much those things cost, right?" <laughs> that was hilarious. But when when we, when he does burn the suit, I'm like, okay, so whip out that Nightwing. Come on, whip it out. I know you got it somewhere. Oh, whip where's he gonna get that Nightwing. suit from? I don't know. 
I don't yeah, know, but he thing. gotta have it somewhere. He's he's cut off from the money. He's cut yeah. off from money. What is he gonna do? Right. Listen, Bruce um, is gonna be like, listen, I, I I I see that you've made progress and you've controlled yourself. So here's a little present. Here's the credit card. Go to Superheroes <laughs> R Us and uh, get yourself a new suit. Not but, sure about right, that well, easy. I, I actually wanted to jump off of Robin uh, because we've been on him, but now that you brought up Batman, <laughs> I did want to bring this up. True, true to <laughs> thank you. True to everything else that's been going on in the realm of Batman, whether it's TV movies and all the crap that they've messed up with, even in the comics, especially. I'm like, they still managed to do him even dirtier here. They made Batman just into an unbelievable piece of shit. Yeah, dad. you were like, talking like, about that a lot, Mike. No sense, according to this version of stories, why he even bothered to take that boy in. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like we saw from his, you know, from from Robin's point of view, he didn't even talk to him. Literally, did not speak to him for at least two or three days. Right. He didn't even. He wasn't even there to pick him up. Yeah. I'm like, this is the worst. Like this, there is no reason that Bruce Wayne, according to this retelling, would have ever adopted anybody. Or, you know, brought him in. He didn't officially adopt him, but bring him in, you know. Worst adoptive dad ever. You know, why? Worst human being ever. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I think it was? It was that they didn't want to have to cast Bruce Bruce Wayne. Yeah. So they just didn't want to have anybody come in and and play and like as part of the story. So if you don't have a cast. But you could do a voiceover. Right. You you don't. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Mike. No, no. I was about to say all they had to do was show an actor from like um, the back shoulder down to the hip like you know mm-hmm. coming to get him opening the car door um you know having alfred say things like you know you know master wayne you know is out there he's waiting for you You know like show him that he is concerned yeah. you know yeah, that this no, boy has can... like lost his family and the whole thing it's like so we gather that bruce wayne was so moved and so touched that this boy also has suffered the loss of his family that he doesn't show up at the adoption process doesn't show up when he's in the house at nighttime, gives him a card on a plate of food. <laughs> he escapes, gets the boy back again, and still doesn't talk to him. Wait, he mm-hmm. escapes again, and he still doesn't talk to him. I'll I'm say, like, how, I'm how like do you that's give, abuse by that point. <laughs> how, how do you give your messages to your ward? You don't put it on, on the card on, on the food tray? <laughs> Mike doesn't that's have not how we're supposed that... to do it? <laughs> I've been doing it wrong the whole time? I'll say this. It's lazy writing because... If you look at the way um, Superman is handled in the first season of Supergirl, they didn't have a Superman and they handled him well without having to have him really speak or be there or whatever. Because you could always refer and say, well, you know, he, you know, Cal always told me this or da da da. They could right. have done the same thing with Bruce Wayne to show that they, you know, they've talked before and whatever. So you don't even have to hire somebody to do the voiceover. Word. It was just poorly done in that. I, yeah. I agree with you, Mike, believe it or not. <laughs> but now let's get off of the whole uh, Batman side what was, do we think about yeah. the other characters I was actually going to say the one person that I think the darkness does work for even though it was over, it was excessive a bit is Raven yes yeah it worked for her I, I, actually I think it worked for um, Starfire yeah because she was did. just like taking no prisoners in the beginning she was like uh, yeah you're kind of fucking up my plans let me just burn you to death like, <laughs> you I, I don't remember who you are and I probably won't remember killing you so <laughs> Yeah, right pretty on. much. <laughs> but, but, but see, for me, I always looked at Raven as something like like that. Oh, she's only the goth girl. Like, no, she's the, like the, the, the this grand demon's daughter who's has plans on destroying the, the universe. Right. But you her know, character she should be scary. Right. But her character, though, remember, was always fighting that darkness. Mm-hmm. I mean, but again, don't also don't forget. Like, even though we've talked about the Teen Titans in the comics, even by time 
Ravens showed up. I, th- I think they were still Teen Titans, or were they Titans by that point? I think it was Teen Titans number one. Uh, Teen Titans, they, yeah. Yeah, but they switched over to Titans not, not that long afterwards, but they were no longer teenagers yeah. either, none of them. Um, yeah. And she was a full-grown adult, so by this point she had like basically kind of learned how to suppress that darkness, so she was a very much like a, a mothering character. Oh, okay. So, you know. What's, so, Mike, when you were watching this, did you like hope she would be like Azeroth, Metrion, Zintos? No. I kept hoping she would never say those words. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Because it's like, okay, I don't know why you would say those words, but don't. <laughs> but they they did mention Azeroth, right? They said it was like... This. Well, that's her mother's last name. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. But, um... Because also, I, in the comics, she doesn't do that either. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know? I just... I, I enjoyed her being dark. I mean, that first... The first episode, you know, like, you know, where she's talking about at night, she has these dreams and she's fighting off. Right. And, you know, and she's like, like destroying the door and all. I was like, okay, that's creepy. I, I, yeah. I, I, could, I could really get into that. So the darkness works for her, especially. Right. Um, well, how do we feel about um, Gar? Because we talked about Starfire a little bit saying, you know, hey, it worked for her. Well, let's, you know, let's talk about Starfire more in depth. How do you feel the way they handled her? Mike said in, in the synopsis about how the internet was ablaze about, yeah. you know, a lot of racial comments and a well, lot of well, like evidently the negative fan, observations. The, evidently, the fan base for Starfire, who's normally orange, yeah. like you know, they they evidently like the woman of color, just not a dark chocolate brown color. <laughs> <laughs> so that seemed to be more of the problem. Um, orange chocolate, same yeah, shit. No, not to the internet. It wasn't. But, I mean, um, she I, she turned I, orange when she powered up. Well, that makes sense for the, for the light coming through the solar energy, but that has nothing to do with the character um, that way. But um, I just thought that uh, I thought she did a great job. I mean, it's not like you know, because none of the actors are stellar, you know. But I thought she did a great job with what she was given. Like I, I liked the way she portrayed her character. I didn't like the fact that for whatever reason she dressed like a 1970s hooker. Right. Like, like I didn't yeah. understand that. Like I didn't care that it was tight clothing, but it was literally she looked like every hooker in every police station um from the tv shows of the 1970s yeah she did <laughs> you know and it made no sense that that was the outfit that for some, i'm an amnesiac but i'm really slutty <laughs> you know? I, I i didn't like the the, the 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 stupid wig that she wore but it's not supposed to be a wig i think that is it's her hair. hair yeah because and i'm fine with it actually it, it looks it looks rinky dink it just looks silly i like um, the hair that she had in the flashback, I don't want to go too far, but not in the flashback, in the... Um, Flash forward, well, in the imagination. In the imagination, yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, she looks great there. She's she's a beautiful young woman, and mm-hmm. I just feel like between the, the hokey outfit, like you guys referred to, and the, the, the curly wig, just, I was like, what are they doing? Yeah. But, yeah. but she does do things with the character. That's interesting, because for yeah. me, Starfire has always been, and they've always either written her that way, not ditzy because they do that in Teen Titans Go and Teen Titans the show. She's been but naive. more naive. She's yeah, very it's, naive. It's, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I that's, I like the fact that she's a very much like a take charge woman. She may not know yeah her mission or whatever, but she knows like I'm my own woman. Yeah. And I like that. I very. I love that. that. Yeah. I really I like that term. I love that, that scene term. on the train. Remember on the train when she's realizing that they're being followed. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah, I mean, yeah. it was just like I, I just really like her character a lot. You know. What did you? Uh, what about you there, Ralph? Um, I. I thought that it was well portrayed. I had no problems with her being black and instead of orange. I mean, come on, like, who the hell cares? Right, I didn't get it. I, I just had, like, I didn't really remember too well. Were her powers really based on the sun? Not the way they did it, but yes. She does soak up solar energy, but, like, not 
it was rarely, or I shouldn't say never, because I mean, if Troy was here, he could. He's definitely uh, much more of a Titans fan than I was. But I, I've never known her to run out of power. Okay, yeah, because I, you know, I thought it, that was like the weirdest. It, it's thing. just like, like, like yeah, it, yeah. It was just kind of like, kind of like how Superman. You know, even if it's nighttime, he doesn't just immediately lose all ability. You know, yeah, right, right. You know, so I, I've never heard of that happening. I'm not saying it hasn't, but and if it did, it's probably just one of those one-offs where someone thought that was a cool thing to write. You know. It, it, but, uh, what I didn't like she also, does, she, she does fire, I think, plasma bolts. I think that is what she fires. Yeah, like, it, yeah. I didn't like how they made it seem like she just shoots fire out of her arms. Yeah, I wasn't know? a fan of that, but I get it. They, they you know, it's kind of hard to describe like a whole, because hers is also, it's kind of like heat and force all at the same time. Yeah. It's kind right. of like, it's kind of like how it's hard to actually describe what Cyclops' power is yeah. in, in, in a reality based discussion because it's, it's just heat, it's force. Kinetic. Kinetic right. Force, yeah. yeah, it's just force, and that doesn't really make sense. That it's just force, you know. It's, it's like a punch as opposed to a fiery fist. Absolutely. Right. You know. so, now, what about Gar? We've been talking a lot about all the other characters. What about Gar? Garfield. I, yeah. He's a great cat. Oh, I hate Mondays and you. <laughs> <laughs> guess we're all, guess you're two for two today then. <laughs> uh, but um, I was disappointed with the way they introduced him. Because I thought, I'm like, okay, I mean, I don't mind him being a semi-comic relief, but it was a little bit too much. But then they kind of lost a little bit of that, and I was happy. I don't need him to be dire and dread, but, like, I don't need... I, I hate when a character is just comic relief in a serious drama, because that makes no sense. Yeah. You know, and, but I did like that he's, he, you know, he's he takes things a little lighter, but at the same time, like, he's got a lot of serious shit to deal with. Yeah. You know? And it, he's another one also whose who's power was described differently like they don't even really make mention whether he could shift into other animals and the fact right. that he's completely naked when he shifts back so it's like unless right. they they later in the series have him develop the suit that he wears that changes with him you, you right. mean you made a costume of uh go ahead mr fantastic what is it made out of yeah <laughs> what is it made out of mr fantastic cap come Shit. on you, you love reed richards the costumes are made of unstable molecules. That's all of Marvel's costumes the, the, are made the, the, of unstable molecules. You the know? Fantastic Four has been so gone, um, so far gone in my head. I forgot some of the things they have. Right, <laughs> but that's their big thing. But um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I thought the naked part is like it just makes sense because you know, so I, I I like the fact that it makes sense, but of course it it pulls away from the story because it's like, well, you know, if you're using this in the field, <laughs> you're kind of yeah. a little bit more vulnerable when you come back, you know. But you uh, know, like, uh, but I mean, what are you they, doing? I gotta get naked before. I change yeah because yeah, if um, not but, all my clothes get ripped so it's like, right but didn't they say something though that like he could change but like he just kind of focused towards this animal i mean i'm not i'm not saying this is a quote but didn't they like hint that he is capable of changing into whatever uh, they say it but he's like i i really like tigers right yeah that's what i'm saying so so we have i mean i guess that's our treat for a second season maybe that he'll shift into something else um I did though, when like, they can afford when they can afford a better uh, uh, special a effects budget. Yeah, exactly. Um, when he was in the cage, I have expected him to turn into like an elephant or something and just like break out of it, you know? Right. Yeah, I can see that. But um, I, I, I'll be curious too if they deal with anything that's going to be too much more mass, because then that brings in a lot more questions. But uh, yeah. I did like the fact that you know, I mean, you know, they kept him vegetarian. That's fine. But the fact that when he had to deal with the consequences of finally needing to save a life and rip into a human throat, yeah. that scene was pretty like well, gruesomely that was, that great. Was gruesome. That was gruesome, yeah. but great. I, and I his mean, reaction afterwards was like, you know, like it was that horror. I mean, could you imagine like meat eater or not just that you've taken your teeth to well, another human's throat? Well, because <laughs> they describe it when he says, um, when I change into the animals, 
it's it's me, but it's not me. It's like uh, the animals there as well. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I so I, I, like, I really enjoyed it. And I liked that because I did like the fact that his character, you know, didn't lose its its overall innocence, but became a little bit more like okay, you know, this is kind of something real that's going on here right now. You know. Right. Yeah. But now, but funny enough, I did want to mention it as well. Because everyone's very accepting of this. Uh-huh. The character, especially considering the character is from uh, the Doom Patrol, so I think the character of Gar was created somewhere in the 60s. He wasn't Asian. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hint back to the those people that were just like, oh, it's not that uh, we had a problem with Coriander being black. It's just that in the comics, she's not black. He's not Asian either. No. But that <laughs> never came up in anyone's conversation. Right. No. And, yeah, nor should it have. Nor should it have. But you see my point. So, <laughs> yeah, so I love these haters. It's like it's not because she's black. I'm like, but then you have a, no problem with him being Asian. Well, it's it's, it's either <laughs> one of two things. Either they didn't care that he was Asian, or they just didn't care about the character. I mean, it's, it's a, there's a little bit of that, and also just like uh, in the comics. I mean, she's from a different place, anyhow. But Raven always had a much more Indian look to her. Yeah, and a paler complexion. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. This girl was pretty pale. Yeah, yeah no, but no, she was. But I'm saying, but she, but I'm saying, like the character though, always looked more Indian. Yeah. So that would have no, actually not, been a good yeah. reason. That would have been a good way for them to bring in a little bit more diversity. I thought. D, the, the D in DC doesn't stand for diversity, it Mike. Never you know has. that. <laughs> <laughs> it never I won't has. say. It, I won't say it never will because I feel like they're gonna make a, a more concerted effort as I roll my eyes. But yeah, more yeah. concerted effort. Well, they'll bring in another black character from a broken home, from a drug dealing dad that mm-hmm. just got arrested. <laughs> but but it'll be diverse. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this: um, How did you guys feel about? Um, see, how, there's a couple of things I want to ask you, but I'll go this way: How did you feel about the villains that they faced in this in this um, season one? And do you feel like um, there could have been more, or, or what they had was just fine? Well, I like that fucked up nuclear family. <laughs> they, mm, they, they were just—I really loved them. <laughs> they were just. And especially once, like, they got rid of the first dad, and then they're like, it's dad. And I'm like, okay, you guys are just fucked. Yep. <laughs> I was expecting them to be more like the, the nuclear family in the comics where they're actually, like, robots right. that are powered by nuclear energy. And they're like, if they get close to anything living, they just start, like, like uh, the radioactive energy that they produce just, like, starts destroying everything. Yeah, I was wondering if they were going to go with that, but then they just kept them as the word nuclear family for that way. And I, and I, but I, I really did like them, um, especially the kids. Yeah. Sis, Sis and Biff. Mike was, Mike was fine with kids. Oh, well, they're not little kids. These are teenagers that are deadly. <laughs> oh, that's why Mike likes them. Okay. You can kill them. Yeah. <laughs> I had, a, I had a, a theory. They were on some sort of like modified version of the Bane Venom. Or, or something along that line. I mean, something that's definitely enhanced them, you know. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I mean, definitely that would be a way to bring in a, a Venom type thing, or I mean, a Bane kind of reference or something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I like them. And then uh, the story, as it got closer to the finale, got a little bit, I think, obscure, or maybe that's not the right word, a little bit more unclear. I was about to say more vague, a little yeah. bit, like kind of, well, kind of lost its way a little well, bit. Because I'm, I'm curious now, because I mean, we definitely are dealing with aliens. Um, we definitely have a magic lasso, which I, I watched that scene like four times in a row when she, <laughs> oh my God. When she whipped that around her neck. I'm like, I was like, <laughs> I was so <laughs> excited when I saw that lasso. You I'm can like, see Ralph's finally. excitement from the, from the moon, like squealed like that. <laughs> I wow. really did. Um, I kept watching it. Was it was the uh, squeal heard around the world. <laughs> so, so it means that you have like some kind of a magic or the thought of magic in the essence. So there's not 
it's not unbelievable that they still might not have Trigon be a demon. But right. I'm curious whether he'll be a demon or whether he'll just be from like another a, dimension, but a still powerful human. warlock or something. Right, you know, right, exactly. Or just alien and just has these abilities to do what, whatever we're going to find out his abilities are. We don't know yet because I right. mean, he's somehow a world destroyer and has yeah. done it before. But he doesn't seem like a world destroyer or not because he just looks like he looks like that guy that used to star on uh, Castle, which he yeah. is. Yeah, <laughs> you know, seeing seeing that actor portray Trigon really conflicted me because I used to love him on Castle. Right. You know? And then seeing him I come never out, seen Castle. I'm like... It was a good show. I'm like, wait, what? He's also I, not a very intimidating character. He is not. I'm like, wait, wait, this guy's going to be the evil guy? But I love him. Like, why? It's like Jimmy Carter being your villain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the it's Republicans, like he was. Oh. <laughs> it's like they... It's like Nathan Fillion being your fucking villain. Oh, I can't. To, I, to his co-star in Castle, he was. Yeah, he was. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, Guess yeah, that's why Nathan Fillion up. on the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Stan Akatic, though. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But um, um, so, so so you guys like the villains? I agree. I um, did. I really did like the villains. I liked the uh, the turn with the mother, even though you kind of knew it was going to come. But I liked that. You know. Yeah, I definitely like that as well. The only thing I had a I guess I had a problem with was I feel like they try to rush things too much. Mm-hmm. Like like um, the idea of, um, you know, the, they're trying to do all this team building. And meanwhile, I don't know. I just felt like, you know, team building. And then, as you know, Robin's like, okay, you guys are good. I'm leaving on my own. And yeah. just, well, well, the story, I mean, it's kind of like a, like almost like Netflix's, you know, not too good stepbrother. Um, it's, it, it faltered, like with Netflix, where there are a few episodes where you're like, okay, that's a lot of fillers going on in there. Like, I, as much as I love seeing Dino, Donna Troy, I thought that the Donna Troy episode was a lot of filler. Because yeah. that was a lot of flashbacks and stuff like that. Um, but in also the writing, it felt like they kind of were like, oh, wait, are we still going to do that thing? Oh, we're not? Oh, I already wrote the script and already doing it right now. You know, like, it felt like <laughs> yeah. there was a lot of that in there. So that it's great that they wanted to do a team building scenarios or, or multiple scenarios because otherwise you go the you know they don't know how to use their powers and now they're working as a team that makes no sense i get that but they just didn't do it well right <laughs> you know? i mean i get that and i felt that they needed a team building thing i was just like you didn't give me what i needed though like you you failed at your mission <laughs> you should have done something differently you know <laughs> you, you you failed geekdom <laughs> it's, it's like just arrow just shows up you failed this series and just starts shooting, <laughs> shooting them all in the leg with arrows you know <laughs> It's it's interesting because on the point that Mike's saying about you know it feels kind of rushed and kind of what I brought up and how like they have un uh, uh, not unresolved but kind of like ideas here and there they kind of threw at it and it was kind of an incomplete thought. Some of that stuff was their cameos as well, like the yeah. cameos. They, but I love the cameos. Oh, I was about to say those cameos. They I they interrupted the show, but even though they kind of went with the show, they interrupted the show a little bit. But I loved them. I mean, Hawk and Dove yeah. can't wait. Even though they're not. Hawk and Dove for real because you know they should be enchanted with power and stuff like that I I will be curious because the fact that Dawn is up and walking around I mean she's a base level person yep they're not metahumans or whatever she fell off fell off a building yeah she fell off the roof of like what at least a good what five six seven eight stories no it wasn't eight I I would say four stories you think about four okay but even still and she fell flat yeah yeah you know it wasn't like she was you know, clutching and, and, and grabbed a few things on the way down. She went off the roof and hit the ground. 
yeah. the fact that she's able to move around, it's like, I, I mean, I, w- I don't need them to be all powerful or anything like that. I would like a little bit of their actual mythos to be in there. I would like them to have powers um, of some form from um, order and chaos, just to make them unique, just not to make them, we're just Batman and Robin, but we're not. Like, I, I'd like to have them something that's different about them, you know? Minka Kelly, oh my God. I mean, I like both characters. Oh my God, Minka Kelly was... I can't even no, lie. She, she, she was, did a great job, and I, I love Alan Rickton. He's just great. I mean, we remember him as what on Smallville? I didn't watch Smallville, oh, so you're asking the wrong person. He was, who was, who was he? Who was Kevin he? Come on. No, no. He was the, the guy who was absorbing the heat, right? Nope. He's okay. no Jason Momoa, but he was Aquaman first. Oh, that's right. Yes. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, he was the original Aquaman for the CW there. Um, it's supposed to be, he was supposed oh, to get his own series, and that didn't work out. You know why? Because the, the guy who played him in the in the pilot for the series was the guy who was Green Arrow in Smallville. Correct. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, but so yeah, I was but, confused a little bit. But I, I liked both of them together. Um, but I also, I loved the Hawk and Dove episode, though, with his brother. Um, and the fact oh. that they had, like, a, a black guy, and it, like, but they were, they were raised as brothers. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, thought, I thought it actually worked, and it felt genuine. It did. I agree. It did. You you know, know, a lot of times you get that they feel forced or it doesn't work at all, but it felt like they were family. You know what didn't work? What <laughs> well, um, when um, when Hawk and his brother meet Dove and her mom and the car goes out. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was so funny. I actually was, laughed was, after the I horror. laughed so hard. <laughs> I was like, that was supposed to be tragic. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I think I watched it three times. I, was like, I did, actually. Did. I was like, so that just happened? Yeah, I guess that's fate. <laughs> it's like, oh, these things blew up a dash. I was like, really? Just like that? <laughs> that's that's something they could have really done over. But oh, oh no, I definitely did like Hawk and Dove. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Doom Patrol was really good. Oh my it god, it gave us a taste of Doom Patrol before the show came out, and I loved it. Yeah, and, and with no explanation though, how like you know uh, the Doctor uh, Niles uh, Carter or uh, yeah, I mean yeah, how he can change from one actor to another. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. You went from a nobody to a former James Bond. I don't know how you did that. It must be, it must <laughs> be went, a human power. He See, went you can from, tell I'm getting old. From like, like, you, he went from Spanish to English. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's funny is that, that, that when I watched um, Doom Patrol and I saw that it was um, uh, that's Timothy Dalton, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, how did I miss him? Oh, man, I'm getting old. I guess I'm not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I so, thought the introducing to Doom Patrol was wonderful. Yeah, and I, I really it. loved... Um, when uh, one of my favorite scenes is when uh, Cliff Robot Man is just like, so uh, how's that chicken? Is it like really crisp on the outside, <laughs> but like like soft and tender juicy. on the inside? <laughs> juicy? Is it juicy? <laughs> I like, it's like you felt for him. You understood like, wow, he is missing everything. You know. Yeah. I like Cliff more. I kind of like them more there than in some of the episodes of Doom Patrol. Yeah, I'll give yeah. you that. i definitely give you that. Even though I am loving Doom Patrol still. Oh, I'm, I love Doom Patrol. I'm an episode behind, so let's not. I won't, I won't, I won't mess it up now. So Ralph? The next episode <laughs> is just the premise. Stop, but stop, show... stop. I, no, I'm, good. I'm good without any spoilers, trust me. Ralph. <laughs> it's no spoilers because it hasn't come out yet. It's just a, All right. it's the synopsis of what it says. Ralph. It's a character okay, that anyway. Mike likes. Oh, yeah. Mike, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Jason Todd. I, I He was annoying, but I actually enjoyed him. You mean the I fuck boy? Like that's what he was. Right? Okay. Can you explain to the audience what a fuck Yeah, because I don't know where you're going with this. Yeah, Mike's too old. He wouldn't know that. We work in in, in education, so we deal with kids. But, that you know. sounds really educated. I can't wait to hear this. 
so a fuckboy is essentially a guy who's very good looking and has nothing else, no brains oh. or anything, and that's all he's good for. So the, kinda, definition, kinda like, so the definition hasn't changed in 20 years. So. It has like male, male, bimbo, male bimbo fuckboy. Right. But, but, they, but you, they, they use that term more. They won't say bimbo. They'll look at you like you're crazy. But you say fuckboy, but like, yeah, I, I, he's a fuckboy. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't think he's a fuck boy. He 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 was too annoying and too and too sarcastic to to, to, to seem that way. Well, he's yeah. there with Bruce in that house, so that might be exactly what he is. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, but yeah, I did I did it um, like I It took me all of about two minutes of screen time, and I'm like, okay, I'm in I'm into this character now. Like I like the way they introduced him, like when he went in to save Dick. Yeah, yeah. And like I, I liked, and I was like, okay, I can deal with this. I can see him as crazy Jason Todd. You yeah, I, I can see him as Red Hood already. It's like, fuck yeah. this shit. I'm just going to shoot whoever I want. Yeah, he, he loves he loves causing pain and yeah, maiming and killing. So I was like, okay, he's doing it. And he's got that smirk, that smirk you want to slap off his face. Yeah. Yes. And it, it, yeah, and it yeah, works. That. It works to, um, and again, because they're all limited acting abilities, but it works for him, I think, to let you know he's kind of crazy. Right. Yes. Like, oh, Bruce never lets me beat up cops, but Bruce ain't around. Ha <laughs> ha. Yo, he he, he yeah. put a hurt on them. I was like, wow, would, yeah. would Jason Todd do that? I don't know about that. Yeah, well, that's one of those things that gets me with, a, like, especially they're not even in Gotham. Uh, you know, I'm like, well, is, are you telling us that every cop is bad? I'm like, what are you trying to tell us exactly? Because you guys have no problem hurting the police who are just really there to stop basically you guys who aren't law enforcement from doing things, you know? Yep, pretty much. I can't even lie. One of my favorite lines was Jason Todd when he's in the bar and he and he gets his way in and and I guess some like um some hipsters looking at him and he goes, "What's your problem, Mumford?" I fucking laughed my ass <laughs> off. We're son. <laughs> Yo, I was laughing my ass, but but exactly that the smirk, the the, the way he was. I mean, it, it it all fits. All these cameos, like you said, seem like some of them seem like incomplete ideas, mm-hmm. but they just but they fit so well and they were enjoyable. And that's what Berlanti does. Berlanti is, and I don't want to sound like Kevin Smith, but it's it's a love letter to DC. Berlanti's like, well, you know what? You want this? Hey, let's throw him in. It's the reason why Super Supergirl got Superman. It's the reason why Batman, I mean, you can talk about ratings all you want, but I mean, I know Berlanti from the beginning wanted to add the other characters in DC. He had like a, a hold on him for the movies, but now that that's not working well, he's like, well, let's do it my way. Yeah, and he knows how to introduce the characters and make it fun and relevant and not stupid and hokey. I yeah. love it. Well, I mean, the thing is, even with them, I mean, like it, in Supergirl, they have a Superman. I mean, maybe they just haven't found the actor they want, but it's like if you're going to have a Batman mentioned, you're going to show him in Shadow. Just bring in a Batman. It's, it's do stop worrying about whether this is affecting your movie properties because your movie properties suck. Yeah. And even if they didn't suck. No one cares. I, I don't understand Hollywood with this. And you hear it so much. Oh, we don't want to confuse the audiences. So you're telling us that we're all a bunch of idiots that don't understand. First of all, that we're seeing fantasy and fiction. And that I can't say, well, Batman's like an inch shorter on TV than he is in the movie. Wait a second. This isn't reality at all. Like, I mean, <laughs> like, what do they think we're doing? We're, we're not idiots. So you have two different people portraying Batman in two different ways. No big deal. Wait, wait <laughs> yeah, a second. But also, you you guys don't run biometric software analyzing the video footage as you watch the show. Oh, well, wow. you know the I tech, do. The tech time showed up. Oh, you know I do. <laughs> you know I do. Okay. <laughs> I'm just making this. sure I'm not crazy. I'll say this about about what you guys are talking about. You know, like um, two different people portraying um, the same character. Mm-hmm. I'll go back to what I said last show about DC 
actually committing to the idea of having a multiverse. And you know, your your TV shows are one universe, right? And your movies are another universe. There and you go. Problem solved. Exactly. That's one, it. One, two, three. And, this yeah, is, this and that's what you got to do. This, this is Earth better than your movies. That's yeah. just a, that happens to be the name of that Earth. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Um, um, what were your thoughts on the way they ended the this uh, season one? I was like, wait, there should be, and actually, there was supposed to be a twelfth episode. Oh, there was. Yes, it, there was a twelfth episode. For whatever reason, they ended it on the eleventh one. I don't know. I don't. I mean, they have their reasons. I don't know what they are. I still have not seen why that happened because it feels just like there should be one more episode before a finale, yeah. and that's why it kind of feels like that. So it the, feels like an incomplete sentence. Absolutely. Yeah. The twelfth episode is going to be the first episode of season two. I guess we I mean, don't know that. Have, we don't yeah, know that. I mean, exactly. they could they could rewrote it. I'm telling oh, yeah. you, that's what's going to happen. Oh, okay. I hope not because I mean it'll it'll seem like it, it'll seem like the desolation of smog. Wow. <laughs> Where he flew off into the distance, and I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see him. What do you mean it went to black? What do you mean I had to wait for another movie? And the first ten minutes are him destroying the villain that I could have just watched in the last movie. <laughs> basically <laughs> for, for 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 those for those who don't uh haven't heard that episode it is in our archives please check it out you'll know what mike's talking about oh i'm so angry but uh <laughs> is it, go ahead mike oh no i was about to say but uh, but i did feel it was very incomplete um of a thought it was just like that that sneeze where you're like oh it's about to come oh wait i'm so i still have it <laughs> no sneeze for you but now what but what did we think about the little extra I was gonna ask you because oh. Mike had to tell me about the little extra. I'm I'm not going into it like a like a typical Marvel DC fan. I'm like, okay, credits. Oh, and it doesn't say another episode. All right, whatever. Didn't mm-hmm. even know there was a little extra until Mike goes. You didn't see the end. You didn't see the the, the post credits. I go, there's post credits. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was a little tease, man. They were giving you just the tip. It was. Yeah. <laughs> You have to wait for the shaft next season, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, the, to, when I when I when they pulled back and you heard all the screaming because it's it's a black screen and it just says somewhere yeah. <laughs> in Metropolis, and it's just like uh, you hear the screaming and they pull back, you see like a, a broken kind of lab thing, and I'm like, huh, and then you just see like a, a built guy in deep shadow walking by, and I'm like, I knew right that second what was going on with that one. Super but, but we saw, but when he opens that door and you just see that dog in a cage Crypto. I just, before I even saw the eyes I was like yes 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 <laughs> it was like Donna Troy all over again I'm like ah <laughs> when you saw those dogs eyes light up I'm like yes for no reason you brought in crypto. Bless you, Greg Valenti. Bless you. <laughs> Told you he knows how to take care of the DC universe. Yeah. I got a and the fans. And the fans. I got a yeah. question. Do you think they will incorporate Cyborg from Doom Patrol in the next season? I hope I'm, not. I'm getting the feeling that they're not. First of all, I don't really like that cyborg in, enough yet, and maybe, and I don't think I would like him at all in this universe because this universe is very dark, and he's now in kind of like a crazy, fun but still serious world on his own. I, I don't think he'd fit. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I I can go without seeing him. Um, that did bring me up something though. Like I did find it funny with the Doom Patrol series that they don't reference Gar. Yeah, yeah they don't. And, 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 Mike and I were debating about that. Yeah, but um, and but when they are, uh, yeah, when I said, uh, remember I said then I thought that they did reference the fact that this is picking up like yeah. afterwards. They you do. said that, yeah, yeah. In the, when we first meet Cyborg, um, mm-hmm. in Doom Patrol, they're referencing something about the police are looking for a woman, 
uh, black woman that uh, that destroyed some or killed some people or something like that. They're talking about coriander. Oh. So this is after. So this is this yeah. is totally happening after, simultaneously slash after the events that we saw on Titan. Wow, yeah. interesting. So okay. it's weird that they just act like he never lived there, and he was there for two years. Yeah, so you're like, oh, that's weird. They just go. They don't go down into the basement to his game room. I guess not. <laughs> is is there anything else we want to add before we go to renaming and the ratings? Watch um, the show. Yeah. Judge for yourself. Definitely watch the show. It's definitely a lot more fun than people yeah. give it credit for. And it's not—it's not a horrible first episode, but it's the weakest of them all. As far as um, even for the acting, that's kind of bad. It's, it's, it's a little hokey, but you'll still like it. And then after that, you're set. It, it, you know, I, I don't know any other people that took like three episodes. Sometimes you get um, shows like that where you need to go through three episodes. I was—I was hooked by the second episode. How about you guys? I know that I was reluctant as hell because that that um trailer really turned me off. Mm-hmm. Once I knew Mike had, had was kind of interested, I'm like, hmm, let me take a look. And then once I saw, I think I honestly after episode one, I was intrigued, and by episode two, I kept watching. Yeah, how about you? Were you right away, bro? Um, I mean, after I woke up from watching the the first episode, yeah, I thought it was interesting. <laughs> so the first oh, wow. one didn't. So the first one didn't grab you um that uh that intensely either. No, it was there was too much, too much. Yeah, exactly. I know. I agree. I agree. Good job, Pooh, Pooh Bear. All right. No <laughs> <laughs> oh, bother. What the hell was that? Was that Jewish Pooh? No <laughs> <laughs> oh, bother. <laughs> wow, wow. That story, that story just went like all World War Two and got really dark in my head. I do not want to see that version of Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> oh, my God. Woody Allen is poo. <laughs> Woody Allen's not the only Jewish guy I know. Okay, anyway. <laughs> All right, let's rename the series. Um, Ralph, go first. All right. Titans, you think you got problems? Question mark? Think again. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Titans, season one. And I swear, no terror or Deathstroke. <laughs> oh, I, I really am not looking forward to that storyline popping up because it's already popping up in the young justice of all places. But I digress. <laughs> I renamed this Mike? Titans. We apologize for Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Very true. All right. Um, all right. So let's go for it. Ratings for um, Titans, the show on DC Universe. I'll go first. I'm going to get it eight and a half Mumfords. Out of ten, Ralph. <laughs> oh, nice! I will give it seven point nine. Torn up seven. scientist by Gar, repulsed in a cage. Out of ten. Wait, you gave it seven point nine? Seven point nine. Joe's gonna fuck you up. I know. <laughs> I do it on purpose. <laughs> Mike, uh, I give it eight. This not knowing a thing about myself is getting fucking old. Out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just like when Corey says that she's like it's not knowing the thing about myself is getting fucking old I was like (laughs) I hear you (laughs) I agree (laughs) so there you have it Titans watch it I ain't got nothing funny to say watch it but guys don't go anywhere Geeks on the Go is next so you think these bozos would actually have the foresight of creating a new commercial after they make something cool Well, since they're too lazy, Big Kev here is telling you to download the new Meanwhile 22 Pages Later app. That's right. It's got lots of cool features, like different comic trivia games to keep you busy. 
and an episode vault so you can catch up on shows you've missed. Like all the episodes with me. New things are being added as we speak. So download the new Meanwhile 22 Pages Later app for all of your Apple devices in the App Store. Also, find Meanwhile 22 Pages Later on Facebook and tell them what you think of the app and the show. Personally, I think they suck. Uh, press the pause button. All right, so on three, we say mark. One, two, three, mark. And here comes the plan. Geeks on the go. Now we're just tight. <laughs> now with less titans mm-hmm. it, it, when you're doing the show on Skype the sound just totally throws me off I can't even lie but <laughs> no excuses now we're doing Geeks on the Go so you already know the segment I give quick questions they give quick answers on all things geek and we rarely make it under a minute I I don't even I'm not even going to try I'm just going to ask questions we'll see if we even hit the mark because Mike's got like a 5,000 fucking page essay for one of them I know it and you always think that your questions are short. <laughs> your answers are longer than my questions. I rarely have a long answer. Oh, please. I can't wait for Joe to do that work. But <laughs> but Joe's already pissed off about Ralph's fucking 7.9 rating. So uh, wait, wait till you see next week's rating. It's 8.357678. Like pie. Ready, set, go. All five Marvel Netflix shows have been canceled. Besides Daredevil, if you could resurrect one, cast and all, which would it be? Ralph. I would say do the best of all worlds, the Defenders. Really? Okay. Mike? Give me a skanky, drunk, wise-ass private eye anytime. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. Aquaman is now DC's top grossing movie of all time Mm -hmm. And, and did it with no cameos. Should subsequent DC movies follow suit? Mike? You mean barely cohesive plots with marginally likable characters? Sure, why not? <laughs> Ralph? I don't think it'll make a difference. They're no way going to catch up to Marvel. All right. Which will, you see, which will we see first? A Green Lantern movie or a Marvel Studio X-Men movie? Ralph? I mean, we already had a Green Lantern movie. So you mean like another one? Yes. Oh, no, probably an X-Men movie. All right. Mike? <laughs> Uh, I think DC will avoid Green Lantern like a drunk 16-year-old boy avoids Kevin Spacey. God damn with the long cancers. Between you and then Ralph going, um, what? I needed some clarification. The question was not clear. My question is very fucking clear. <laughs> Last question. You're having, a li- you're having your life story being done as a comic book. Who is the first artist you call? Ralph. Ah, uh, Steve Ditko. Wow. Yeah. Wow, you're making a call to the dead. That's right. <laughs> wow, okay. Well, he didn't say dead or alive, so I just... No, he didn't. That's no, no, didn't. Absolutely, that's right. Mike. Um, I'm calling Bill Sienkiewicz. Neil Adams can choke on a big bag of dicks as far as I'm concerned. I think he would I, like to choke on the My Little Pony. That's what he would like. Wow. He can choke on a bag of My Little Pony dicks, too. <laughs> 
the fact that said My Little Pony dicks, now we can't have people under the age of 14 hear us. That's great. I think I think the lawyers made that also quite clear. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. I guess this is a good time to go for shout-outs. <laughs> Mike and Ralph, you have any shout-outs? Shout-out to that school that I'm not allowed there. I'm okay. Um, <laughs> well, I'm, I've, I've been making shout-outs. I don't know if my nieces are listening, but damn it, I want to be... Sponsored by the U.S. Air Force, so let's move it along. Chop, chop, let's go. That's right. Yeah. Semper Fi. Oh, no, wrong place. All right. Yeah. I mean, don't don't tell Mike that I'm getting all those residual checks from the Air Force, and uh, it'll be all right. <laughs> all right. Um, all free planes and everything? Yeah. Well, I always get a, a, a one of those cargo chopters come and pick me up and drop me off on my work every day. Well, I see you when you go to, you know, to Target and, uh, you know, Best Buy. That's right. When a, when a joke goes too long. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph, um, any shout outs? Um, not today. Not, not today. To- wow. Okay. Not today. He has not quick news, but no today. shout outs. <laughs> um, I have one shout out and it's to that mystery, mystery mother and daughter duo who corrected me this week. And they said, no, we're not from Atlanta. We're from South Carolina. Get it right. That's South right. Carolina, North Carolina, South Dakota, North Dakota, the same shit, right? I mean, wars have been fought it's, for less. It's down south. You all are sharing one set of teeth. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Mystery woman, I did not say that. That was Mike. <laughs> Damn. That, that's, that's, a fire. that's a different south, Mike. That, that's a little bit more like, you know, red state. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. But yes. Now squeal. So they, <laughs> for those who haven't seen, um, was it Deliverance? Deliverance. You, would, you wouldn't get that. <laughs> what, what I will say, though, is that um, um, she enjoyed the our last podcast, Errors and All, Ralph. I Listen, if you go back now, you will not see any errors at all. See, you won't see it. First off, you would hear it. Exactly. Because because we're because we're an audio podcast, just making sure. Wait a sec. Then why have I been recording video all this time? Every episode, I have video. Yeah, and why does Ruff always tell me to zoom in for the money shot? <laughs> <laughs> that, I'm not gonna be able to sleep. I'm not gonna be able to sleep at night. This is. I don't even know how to round this up and end the show, so I'm just going to end it. So for MFG Mike the Finance Guy and RT Square Ralph the Tech, this is the cap saying keep it geeky, and the countdown to um, Avengers Endgame is on.